Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. Stay informed, stay connected with WMAY. It is Computers Internet with BOH Computers. Both Brian and Bull here today to take any tech issues, problems, questions. I do miss the old intro. The one I will. Where, I will remind Kyle. The one I'm where not Kyle forgot morning. the gadgets. Yes, we will make sure that we get that one still and fixed. And Gizmos, in there. he forgot That's that. the fun of what we do. Is the yes. Gadgets. Well, and then he put it in because I called him like, "Hey, dude, you forgot the the gadgets and Gizmos." He, oh, and then it's the we love our Gizmos. Beep beep beep. I well, love we'll that make, one. We'll make sure we beat boo it back in there. I, I really like that. One. Let's go right to the phones too. Hi, you're on Computers and Net BOH Computers. Yes, I'm on the air. Yes, yes. you are. Okay, I know my time's brief, so here's the deal. I used to use CC Cleaner on my Windows, Ken, and it got kind of funky the last couple of times. And last night I did something really bad accidentally. Somehow, trying to use the cleaner, I downloaded CC Cleaner Browser. Okay. And the browser, what do you call those things on your desktop? Icons yeah. or ribbons or whatever those, That's they're all tiles. shortcuts. Yeah. You know, they're little shortcuts. So I had about 15 shortcuts. On my desktop, I, I use all the time. So I saw the CC Cleaner browser pop up. So I I hit delete because I thought that was just the shortcut. Well, when I hit delete on the CC browser, it every single icon on my desktop went away. I mean, this just blank. So I got to investigating. I don't know how I downloaded CC Cleaner browser, but I went ahead and uninstalled it. I ran a full scan, took an hour, and it said, it said on my little scan it found two unwanted apps, low priority, but I don't know how to get rid of them. I don't know what they are. So, so, so the scan said two CT, two um, unwanted apps found, low priority. Plus, should I just go ahead and just uninstall CC Cleaner? Because the internet says it's just kind of a crappy program and i don't know how to get back my shortcuts they're all just gone <laughs> your shortcuts the first thing i would check is the deleted file you probably like the trash can if you accidentally recycle bin, selected I mean. stuff oh. and didn't realize it they'd just be in the recycle bin you can then just click them and restore them oh let me do that so that okay. that might help with that aspect cc cleaner isn't we don't bad. use that anymore because yeah. of windows 10 we actually use adware cleaner now okay. that's what we use in place of it and, but they do have an add-on that is a browser that, yeah, did screw up some file, at least through a couple things I found, did have some file association problems where it would change what's associated with what. So that could have affected that. But by uninstalling those things, those associations should also go back to previous. And if they're not in your uh, trash can. They're not. I just looked. They're not. Right-click on a blank area of your desktop and click okay, Show Hidden Files. You mean click on show hidden files? Yeah, click on that show hidden files. Well, I clicked on it. It's got um, view, start by, refresh, Intel, new, display settings, and personal. I don't have, don't have that. Okay, then there aren't there. I'm on Windows 10. Yeah, I, I'd have I mean. to, we'd have to go and figure out where they okay. went to. Uh, they hopefully Yeah, I just want to put them back. 
on my desktop. So is CC browser, PC cleaner browser, kind of a crappy? Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. By the quick reading, yeah, it, it's not a great one. And you could probably go ahead and uninstall the CC cleaner, everything for it. And we do. What did you say it was again? Both adware cleaner. Adware cleaner. Yeah, works a lot better. And with also, Windows 10. something else on my screen is used to be. I used to have a defraggler shortcut, but now it changed pictures. It says defraggler and optimum. It's, it's, it's a whole different. It's a whole different defraggler. That's due to an update. Before they added more stuff to it. And do you have? Oh, a, so that's okay. You don't. Ha do you have a solid state hard drive, or do you have a spindle hard what? drive, or do you know? I just have a normal hard drive. Because uh, defrag is not the best thing to run all the time on a solid state hard drive because it takes up usage of the drive. It severely shortens the yeah. lifespan. So you don't want to always run okay. uh, defrag on it. Well, should I? How do I get rid of these unwanted apps found on my? I mean, it, it, I don't know how to delete them. It just if they're unwanted, I want to get rid of. Them. So how to get rid of an unwanted app? You should be able I to guess. go into your add remove programs and find it and remove it there. Yeah, in the well, I know your CC cleaner box. There should be like a next or a remove button that's yeah, highlighted. Where it can and yeah, them that's too. not showing up. Just go in the yeah. add remove programs. Well, you guys are busy, but I'm a I'm not going to use CC cleaner anymore because it's got it used to be nice. Now it comes up with some kind of app when you just check your health and. Right. And it, somehow, it, I mean, check its health, and I clicked something. My mistake was in a Ivalash. I had browser loaded, and just by de de deleting the browser on my desktop, it just, it just, I don't, I think I'm gonna get rid of CC Cleaner. Yeah, it's and not the I best with Get Windows rid of Defragler too. You, I don't think you can. I think Defragler is a Windows. Tool. Unless, yeah, unless it's an add-on for CC Cleaner, the actual Windows Defrag is built in. You'll never get that removed. Yeah. What he say? He's in the background. Windows is defrag is part of Windows. Oh, okay. If you want to get rid of the program defragler, if that's what you're calling it instead of just a Windows defrag, uh, it would be listed in your program files that you can add remove. Well, I'm going to keep defragler. You said it just. I'm going to get rid of CC Cleaner though. Okay. And Sounds like a good plan. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. If you have any Bye -bye. problems, you can always bring it into the store. Uh, we can help you out there too. And there are, again, sometimes you got to be careful when you're searching for these because if you type something in wrong or you find something that looks like what you think it is and get it, then, yeah, it may delete all your icons. It may cause hell to your computer, and it's a pain to clean up. Yeah. We, we've got a definitely got a fun-filled show today. We do. Uh, one of the things that we've talked about, we talked about with Fritz when uh, he's in here and the fun aspects of a smart home and the difficulties of selling a house with smart home features. Yes. Tying what, your personal uh, identity And what to you're it. supposed to do. So we got a call. Uh, we're going to give Mike Quimby from Green Hyundai a you, call. You, you hear him on the MAY yeah. airwaves all week long. And give him a call uh, after the uh, news break and talk to him about data on your car. Because, again, you put a ton of personal information on that your you car. Do. And what happens to it? Do you, you know, Doc, do you know how to erase all the data off your car? Do you know how to factory reset your car? <laughs> exactly. Isn't there a giant reset button yeah. under the hood? You, push? Exactly. you have to hold so, it for five seconds. Yes. And, and do you need to do it? Do they take care of it? What assurances do you have that it's taken care of? What happens to your data? And what are some suggestions for setting up that data on your car? One of the main buttons in your nav is home. You can put your home address right in there, mm -hmm. should you? Like if you do a private sale, can should you remove your info before you and sell it to? What what happens if you forget to do it? What, 
lot of things. Yeah, and 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 people don't realize all the personal information because your phone, when it syncs to it, it does all kinds of things like put your entire address book in the phone yep. or in the uh, in the car. Yeah, depending on mine. Mine, luckily enough, it, my phone's always linked via Bluetooth. But every time my phone connects, it updates to it pulls the contacts in temporarily. It's not actually saved in mine. Oh, really? Mine updates it. So if I add somebody it's like oh we got to add one because, if, it, yeah. if it doesn't then they're all still there because like if i start the car and i see the bluetooth connect from my phone if i click my contact thing it says populating so it's every single time i start the car my phone's always linked but yeah it it pulls them up see now i uh, got mine's a, more of a basic car too. when i got my new phone though uh the favorites on the car got erased interesting yeah i know it was very annoying and, and I bought used cars. My my wife's last car was a used one. And, yeah, go in and set up your new phone, and you see three or four listed there with the phone numbers of whoever it was the previous. And the bigger problem with this is rentals. Oh, yeah. What of your information gets grabbed by that rental car? And Mike is going to hopefully be able to answer some of these questions for us because I don't know the answers. So I figure well, we'll call him. He's, he's the man. And, and ironically enough, both you and I own – Hyundai's that we do. he sells, so that he works did. out he really well. He sold me, and I, I own several Hyundai's, uh, so. We'll, we'll discuss that uh, after uh, the, uh, the 930 cars. hour. Of course, we'll get into some other tech discussions before then. 217. It is Computers Internet. BOA's Computers, 217-629-7970. Hi, you're on with Computers Internet. Yes, uh, a question for the guys about uh, Windows updates. Yep. Um, I have a problem. I'll watch um, TV over my uh, laptop or my desktop through uh, Comcast. And it seems whenever Microsoft sends out a, a notice that says install this update now or the world's going to end and blow up and all those things, I can't watch anything. Uh, through a browser from Comcast. I literally have to in, um, install the update to get it to work, and this happened several times. Now, I had an unusual case this week where there was something with Flash, and they were off for about 12 hours. But it's happened several times in the past, and is there any way to prevent that other than preventing the um, update from downloading? You should be able to go into the update settings and tell it your busy hours. So right. you're, you're busy from 6 a.m., to 12 p.m. So therefore, it right. will only download, or 12 a.m. I guess would be, it'll only download between midnight and 6 a.m. That way, and it'll only yeah. do its thing then. A lot of the times, we only notice the issues with certain parts of the browsers not working if your updates are far enough behind. Are you? Do you have the most current updates? Yes, I do. And um, this time, the one this week, I troubleshot it and. It was, no matter which browser I used, Comcast just – you could not get a picture for love nor money. It took them about 13 hours to get it fixed. So it's like a Comcast But issue. I've noticed that in the past, once that end-of-the-world icon pops up on my machine uh, – now, I can watch YouTube, but anything from cable and um, sometimes, like, if you go to a TV station and they have uh, clips on their website, those won't work either. Hmm. And it's, it seems as if Microsoft, once again, just does not play well with others. And it's interesting, too, because the, the – What browser are you using, or all of them? Well, I use uh, Firefox and Edge. I still have Internet Explorer, and I occasionally use that, but more often than not, it says 
this website doesn't recognize that. We're going to shift you to Edge. It sounds like it's all local stuff too, yeah. right? Like it's the more of the big corporation stuff is working fine, but the local news channels. Stuff well, other than Comcast. No, no, uh, Comcast. Comcast. Uh, I yeah. download a new browser. Chrome might be a good solution <laughs> to uh, try out and see. You shake your head there, Bull. I'm just not a fan of Chrome. <laughs> Would you prefer he use a different one other than the two he's listed? Um, I mean, there's Opera. There's um, let's see, what are some of the other ones? And I and I friends with a caller through Facebook. He was messaging me while he was trying to do all this troubleshooting, and and I was looking at a few things, and it, yeah, it was weird because he was was filling me in as pieces were sitting there, and, and it it is extremely odd, especially I would expect it to to affect Edge because it's it's Microsoft, in, yeah, yeah but, and but Explorer not a, as well, and, yeah. and I use Firefox almost exclusively, but to affect that browser, which shouldn't have many ties. I mean, it ties in the operating system, but to Windows updates. Yeah, I, it's just an odd one. I know for the download aspect, that's why I told the busy hours thing. Of it right. won't, it won't do anything during your busy hours. So hopefully, it doesn't pop up that, you know, thing of saying the world will end for you. And what uh, was the replacement for C Cleaner you people mentioned? And yes, I noticed they have their own funky little browser also. So we use AdWare Cleaner. So just A D W A R E AdWare Cleaner. No hyphen or space, just nope. one word. Just one word. Okay. Okay, I'll take a look. What, did this thing become uh, buggy again? I mean, uh, bloatware? Seacleaner. Uh, it just doesn't work that great with yeah. Windows 10. Ah. Once again, Microsoft does not play well with other people. So. Imagine that. Thank you very much for the phone call. I do have a, a report from the week. Two, two reports, one good, one crappy. First report, I got my fiber installed on Monday. Oh, I yeah, have, you were telling me about that. I have nice. uh, Cast Communications, which is out of Virginia, Illinois, and the small town I live in, and they'd been hyping for about the last eight months. Hey, fiber's coming. It's a free upgrade. I was, was getting 30 meg down before, and they were going to kick me to 150 meg, which is yeah. no, no price change, no nothing. They had run a couple months ago. I have mostly overhead wires, so ran the fiber overhead to the back of my house. They came in on Monday. At the box, kind of neat to watch them set up, and the tech's like, yeah, normally people don't help me do any of this. I said, well, I'm in IT. I'll be nice. I understand that, especially with a 100-year-old house, trying to get the cable run underneath it to the my wiring closet, but ran the uh, the, the you, fiber. You can tell you're an IT guy because you have a wiring closet. Yes. <laughs> hey, I've got all my stuff in there. Yeah. It connects the whole house up. But, uh, ran but that, the, that's an IT guy statement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ran the fiber through, and, and it is – I thought initially it would somehow connect into the regular cable line. No, no, it is fiber all the way through, and then they actually mount a special fiber modem in there. Yep. Connected it up to my uh, my wireless router right. and stuff at home, plus the switch to go over everywhere else. Fired it up and getting consistent speeds of 147 meg up and down. Supposed to get Jeez. 150. I'm like, you know what? Three meg, I can give you that. That's, yeah, but it's consistent. It's ish. Yes. That, that's a close ish. Oh, and I getting the same up and down is pretty uh, yeah. nice also. Um, I, know, I know a lot of, uh, even around Springfield area, some of them aren't that way. Now, so, the upload, you probably don't notice a huge yeah. no, difference. No, I'm pulling I mean, when much you, when you, down. Yeah. But when you download, it, it's... Netflix and that is instant on now. Yeah. Um, There's no handy. buffering. But, so we get to the... Oh, and now the rest of the story. Yes. So this was set up in the morning. I tested everything out. Uh, everything was great. Everybody's connected. So I go on to work, come home that evening, playing with some more stuff, adjusting stuff in my router. 
sign into my router from the wonderful app on my phone, says, hey, there's a firmware update. I've done plenty of these in the past. Oh, Ran the update. Says it'll take about two minutes. I'm at five minutes, and I don't see my wireless connection showing back up. So I walk around to the Wi-Fi or the my router, and there's an orange light for the power light, mm. and that's it. Yikes. Like, that's not promising. Nope. So I did a restart, thinking I know it's way past the time of the upgrade. Maybe it just didn't come up right. Came up that again. Look a few things. Yeah, that um, at basically something in the firmware got completely hosed and has now locked that router up to nothing. Yikes. I did find a repair tool I'm going to try tonight. But in the meantime, I have 26 devices in my house, including Only my 26? kids. Yeah. I know, I'm on the low end. <laughs> You're on the low end <laughs> side there, my, my kids in school and everything else, so I had to run to a big box store, did uh, uh, buy a, an upgraded version of the, the router. I, was, I stayed with the same company, surprisingly enough. But now it's a tri-band, further management, all this kind of stuff, and another Nighthawk. But and it's not necessarily the company's fault. It, it's no. just the update had an issue, and they do that. But I did find a, a possible repair tool, so if I can fix this other router, I'll give, be nice and give it to my parents until they know. get it. But, yeah, so watch your firmware, but fiber is great. We'll take a quick break for news weather. Come back right after. Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. Stay informed, stay connected with WMAY. It is Computers Internet with BLH Computers. WMAY 92794-7970 AM. And we do talk a lot of technology here. We do. And and one of the things that comes up every now and then is your car. Because your car is a computer on wheels. And we're not talking the computer that controls the engine. That's a whole different ballgame. That, you know, computer repair, or uh, sorry, car repair technicians have to be computer guys too. Yeah. We're talking about the... The, the, inter- inf- the infotainment, I yes. think, is what, kind of what they call it. Yeah, the interface that you have with your car. And uh, I do not, I'm not an expert on everything. I learned a long time ago, I don't have to know everything. I just have to know people that know everything. So we've called Mike Quimby on the phone to talk about how the infotainment system works. And the biggest concern that I think a lot of people have is data. Because my phone syncs a lot of information up to my car. Do you guys erase that? And how do you do it? Can I do it? Is there a reset button on my uh, on my car for the information? <laughs> yes, yes, so absolutely. Hey, what an honor to be on with you guys this morning. And I'm not, uh, I, I don't know everything, but I've sure seen uh, the automobile evolve with uh, the internet and technology uh, since I started selling cars in 1977, which there wasn't a computer on the car back then, but everything was manual. Now. Uh, uh, you know, everything on the car is absolutely controlled by the uh, computer on board the vehicle. And uh, I'm standing next to a 2021 Hyundai Elantra. This thing looks like a spaceship. This is unbelievable. The dash is completely digital, electronic, and it goes all the way three-quarters of the way across the vehicle itself. Uh, as far as safety of data, Anything can be uh, removed from the data in the vehicle by just clearing the system. Uh, it's just like any other computer. And uh, your phone, uh, 
now we have the chargers built into the vehicles now you lay the phone in there the phone charges the phone hooks up to the car it is becoming more of your automobile every day so in other words uh uh your uh, uh iphone or your uh uh, Samsung, both hook up directly to the phone, to the vehicle, giving you uh, the navigation system that you no longer need to update because it's updated in your phone. Yeah, my son's uh, uh, Veloster yeah. is is that way. Yeah. He doesn't have navigation in his phone, or sorry, navigation in the car. He just always has the phone plugged in, and he just you know interfaces through the car that way. So. Is it in the settings aspect of the uh, the infotainment window where I would go in and, and erase all this data? And how difficult is it to do? Oh, it's uh, a very very simple to do. It's in the uh, uh, apps, uh, the data uh, switches that are on your steering wheel of the vehicle, oh, okay. so you can instantaneously do that. Uh, these vehicles are uh, almost driving themselves with the uh, lane usage. Uh, it, it will uh, tell you if you're going over the line. It will pull the car back over and straighten the car up. The cars have uh, gotten pretty, uh, pretty smart. Another issue, uh, unbelievable, uh, that we always have on here are updates. My car actually does need to be updated, uh, which I find odd, but not surprising. Is that something that you guys check for when uh, it comes in for its standard oil change, or is that something I need to check for and ask for it? Is it automatic? How how do how does my car get updated? Uh, no, uh, it will be updated when we hook our computers up to it. Uh, the vehicle is instantaneously updated. Now, if you have an older car, let's say two three years ago, uh, that has a navigation system aboard the vehicle, uh, it will need to be uh, updated every two three years as new roads, new information come up that need to be programmed into the navigation system on the vehicle. Uh, and that is old school already because the new school is that it will come out of your phone, fresh data that goes right into your vehicle every time you get in the car. Uh, so these cars are preparing themselves for electric cars here in the future. Uh, it's just a matter of, uh, I'd say I'd give it uh, two or three more years, and you're going to see a dominance of all manufacturers, and especially Hyundai. Hyundai really wants to bring on electric vehicles. Uh, they have a Kona that they're introducing this year uh, that will get uh, up to uh, 350 to 400 miles per charge. Uh, so that's the new stuff coming. Uh, but, man... Uh, the technology in these vehicles. Now, Mike, do you get overwhelming? Do you get many people either buying cars or trading cars in or whatever that that, or just in general asking about like privacy concerns, what data gets shared from the car to the cloud or to Hyundai or to whoever? Do you get much of that? Uh, no, not really. Um, I I don't hear too much concern about that because. Uh, the actual features are so dazzling that it becomes part of the sales process in the introduction of the car. Um, the Everything is, is handled with that. But as far as uh, taking your personal data and just using it on a Bluetooth or Bluetooth phone or uh, 
any of that, uh, that would be the only data that would be out there, your contact information. Uh, that would stay with the car unless you clear it out before you get out of the car, which I do many a times because a lot of times the car I'm driving, they'll sell, and I have to clear out the data and then go into the next car and just store it back down. It's really that simple. Well, that's at least nice to know that it's that simple because uh, we were talking off air that one of the bigger concerns is rental cars, that your data gets uploaded to a car you know you're not going to be in in a week. Uh, so that's, you have to take that's it right. yourself. You've right. got to remember that. to do these things. And, no, you're absolutely right. And take you're care of that right. because, again, right. you are responsible yeah. for your data. Uh, you can't right. rely on somebody else to do it. But, no, that's right. great information, Mike. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. My honor. And uh, you guys are good customers of mine, and I appreciate the opportunity to talk about it. And it's very, very much part of automobiles at this point. No question. Absolutely. We have definitely come a long way. Mike, hope you have a uh, fantastic weekend, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you. We, we've had people who purchased a car, and they did not buy it from Green Hyundai, where they would be very knowledgeable in how to set it up, and they've had to have us help hook their Bluetooth phone into the car. We provide her. We do work on everything. <laughs> my, my, we'll uh, at least any, look at it. We'll anytime try. my parents get a, get a car, they call me or come to my house. Yep. Hey, can you set up our phones? It's funny you mentioned the updates because they, they drive a Jeep. Uh, bought a used one, and I think it was six or eight months ago. They got a package in the mail with a USB drive yep. to That's plug awesome. in an update, and and you plug it in, you cu- click a couple I, things on the screen, and then you just see the progress bar. I had a Sonata that I had to do that, and they told me that you have to pull the car out of the garage, mm-hmm. turn the car on, put it in park, and do this update. But you can't leave the car. If you leave the car, it, you know, because you can just leave it with a run it. It, it it didn't want you to leave. It gave you very detailed instructions, but it had to do that. It took over half an hour yep, of just sitting in the car, staring at my driveway, because I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Seems like the speed car. of some yep. of the Microsoft updates. Yeah, I know. And you know what? It's always done at zero, but it may take a lot longer than it said to get there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, but it I, is... And I had to download it myself. Uh, they recommended you, you just go to the website. You had to have an SD card. It downloaded it. You popped it into the the nap uh, the navigation spot. But one of because the, they update roads all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I noticed uh, with Indianapolis, I go there a lot. <laughs> and uh, that's about daily. They change roads there. I think. Well, they did the huge thing for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They redid all the interstate interchanges to you know make traffic flow oh, a lot sure. better. So I'm off roading basically on my map. <laughs> uh, you had to listen to the instructions and then Turn read around. the signs. Turn because, because left was not the way they wanted you to How go. How did I end time. up at the 50-yard line? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of going to the website and downloading the updates and doing it myself as opposed to just getting a USB drive in the mail and just plugging it into my car. And then, oh, it, you actually just bricked your car. <laughs> yeah, you just bricked it. Well, that's there. why I asked if it happened at the dealership because if I bricked my car in my driveway, it's, it's still sitting in my driveway. Yeah, it may not start. <laughs> but it, it is it – is, Weird to think. I mean, we went from, from you had a probably too young for for bowl, but one of my first cars, I had a key to the, get in the car and, and a open the trunk key. to start it, and that was the most 
technology thing you had. And in the winter, you pumped it three. You pumped the gas yes, three you times. Did. One, but, two, three, turn. Yeah, but now you sit in <laughs> your living work. room and hit your button to fire up the car, and the computer knows what's going on here, and it sends stuff back in case work needs to be done because I get things with mine saying, hey, service is due. Do you want to click mm -hmm. this button to make an appointment? Make the appointment right from the infotainment thing. Yep. Oh, it's amazing. I'm a, the app on my car, I can not only turn it on, but I can tell it to turn the heated steering wheel on, tell it to turn the heated seat on, the cooled seat on, turn the air conditioner to a specific level or the heater to a specific level. It does make it more difficult for people who don't want smartphones. So if you don't want a smartphone like the vehicle mm -hmm. he was mentioning where it all of the navigation and everything is directly from the phone as soon as you get in the car, if you don't have a smartphone that connects automatically, you just so So gremlin features. it is. Yeah. <laughs> Ford Pinto. Yep. But it's a uh, it, the technology out there is just really impressive and, on yeah. what you can do. Sure. And honestly, and I think that's the new big sales things with people, at least techies, and, and I think some other ones, is people look at that. To, excited to see what their car can do besides drive down the road. Well, I've noticed, uh, Not I'm also a customer of Isringhausen, so I'll give them a, uh, a plug as well. Their clientele tends to be older uh, that are purchasing the cars, mm -hmm. not 100%, because I'm a customer there. I'm sure. not old. Uh, but they actually uh, <laughs> hired. Sure being young this whole show. They <laughs> hired a millennial, a young kid fresh out of college. His job is to teach you how to use your car. You can schedule some time with him, go in. Because again, if you've never had these features before, you have no idea what they do. And the fact that you can change the light color in the car. Yeah. Or or charge your phone by laying it down right here if you have That's that. pretty simple to figure out though. Are the light sure? color, I mean, the light color know, changing is slightly yeah. more difficult than put your phone here. Well, if you don't know that technology exists. Yeah, exactly. It's like like your uh, your friend, and it'll, it'll be nice to give him a little plug. Dave Ider with Tectador. Oh yeah, now it's Cardador. <laughs> he, he does a lot of the training for uh, seniors on just about everything they do because again, you get a smart TV. Mm -hmm. I yeah, wanted it to turn on. Uh, that's turn on and watch Channel Seventeen. That's what I need to do. Hey, you just said it. Oh look, it did that. You just push this button and talk into the remote <laughs> yeah, control, and, and, exactly and it'll do that. Want. So yeah, Tech to Door has done that. There's a, a niche industry that has really been evolving mm -hmm. around how do you work with it. We technology fix it. in every aspect of our lives at this point. We fix it. We don't teach you how to do it. We have people who teach you how to do it. Remember when the most difficult thing was, Brian, when you and I were growing up, that our parents couldn't figure out how to program the VCR? Oh, yeah. And look where we are now. Well, it's yeah. because as children, we learned how to program the VCR, and then now... Yes, and now we're learning to teach everybody else. And stuff. in our display case, I still have the only piece of technology that has ever made me obsolete. We have an original Zenith clicker. Yes. Mm -hmm. you so don't I didn't have to, have to get up and change the channel. Yeah. Now, I still had to go move the antenna because we had mm -hmm. a, a motor-driven antenna that would change direction for if we were watching 17 or 20. or uh, When you got the six channels, maybe. We had four. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get cable until I moved out. Because they could afford it once you left the exactly. house. Exactly. <laughs> That's what they did. 217-629-7970. It is Computers Internet. 629-7970, the phone number. A few minutes left with Computers Internet. BOH Computers on WMAY, 92.7, 94.7, 970 AM. 
was making fun of Apple in the break, which I seem to tend tendency to do. So, and I do like Apple stuff, but Man, they make, they it make so some easy dumb choices. Yes, the you, you had a I, new set of AirPods out there, and and well, these aren't AirPods; they're ear, they're headphones. They yeah, yeah they earmuffs. call them Air AirPods Max. Well, that's because they're called headphones. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and five hundred and fifty dollars for a pair of headphones from Apple. Yeah. I mean, no. there are, that's cheap. There are five hundred fifty dollars headphones out. I think Bull and I are sporting a pair. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, that uh, that came in and that uh, sound brilliantly amazing. Yeah. We do recycling for some large companies, and they let us use their their stuff instead of just destroying all of it. Uh, we just can't resell it. So yeah, they're very 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 nice headphones. Uh, I would never spend five hundred and fifty dollars on headphones. Uh, I had a really hard time buying the AirPods that were, you know, $170. I really didn't like doing that. But they are very convenient, and I use them as my headset you sure, know, when I'm on the phone. Yeah, you're on the phone a lot with yeah. what you do, and it makes so, sense. But now, why would Apple—when there are companies out there that there weren't— there weren't not enough companies selling five hundred and fifty dollars no. headphones. I mean, there's we dozens could, we out there. We can finish there. a list really no, quick. No, but there here. are Apple fanboys out there who want to give Apple money that there are just there are just not products yet that they can buy. So there you headphones, go. There you go. They have five so those different ten col- people. Yeah. Five different <laughs> colors: white, silver, blue, green, pink. And they look like so they took their, their AirPod charging cases, stretched it out, and that's what it looks like is <laughs> yeah. over your ears. I really like this it's, design. The design is no. No, no. it's no. ugly it, as hell. It looks like these ones we got from the 70s Yeah, because yeah. Kyle – or uh, sorry, Greg retro. doesn't update anything. <laughs> There's like landing an aircraft with, with these, yeah, that, that weigh 40 pounds and crush your head. But – uh, yeah, five, $549. Let's go to the phones here. Hi, you're on with Computers Internet, BOH Computers. Hey, have you guys worked uh, much with NASs? Yeah. Uh, the um, You're talking network-attached storage, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And I've been looking. I have a, uh, a Seagate. It has uh, six or eight terabytes in it. And I wanted to change the drives from uh, spindles to... Uh, uh, solid state, and I didn't know if you guys had any experience with that. You have to have a NAS that is capable of it. A lot of times, when you okay. get a Seagate, it has to have Seagate drives in it. There's firmware. It's it's not easy. We actually buy. That's what I we bought for the NASs that we use. We actually uh, bought them. Uh, they're uh, Synology brand. And you then buy the hard drives separately so that you can put any type of hard drive you want in it, any size you want, and you just pull one out, put it in there, hop swappable. So if you have one that's failing or if you want to do an update or an upgrade, you would pull one out, pop your new one in, pull the other one out, pop your new one in. And it takes a while, but it actually repopulates and reconstitutes all the data. Without having to, Without having to restart down. it and, rest- and restore everything. So it does the RAID pr- appropriately. Correct. Yeah. Um, now, do you use uh, PCIe drives, or do you just use the three and a half or two and a half uh, drives? Uh, we uh, we're using solid state, uh, but they are SAS drives uh, that are designed SAS, for okay. uh, uh, server applications. But you can get okay. you can get any type you want to do. Okay. Okay. But I, I, just, I recommend Synology. Synology is what we have. Uh, 
we have been using for several years now. Uh, they're extremely, yeah, they're extremely popular. We've got some of those. In and they're incredibly powerful. So. Okay. Where do you buy yours usually? Newegg. Amazon? Newegg. Newegg. Okay. Yeah, and you could probably get it on Amazon as well. We prefer Newegg for the technology stuff because you know you're getting it as name brand and not accidentally getting it as a knockoff through some third-party seller yeah. that Amazon accidentally rerouted you to and you didn't realize it. I understand that fully. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Very Thank you welcome. very much for the phone call. Hi, you're on with Computers Internet. Oops, sorry about that. Give us a call back. we got a few minutes left here. 217-629-7970. We've covered a lot of ground. Yes, today. we have. And We've learned all about cars. If Fritz was here, we'd start talking about houses. I'm yeah. sure he'd try to work it in just to sure get himself an extra five seconds. We, make him, we can make him dizzy with, with smart home stuff. <laughs> Sure, I, there's a way to factory reset your house. How's too. your uh, How's your smart garage door working? You liking it? I have not gotten the the separate add-on one that I bought. I haven't had a chance to get that installed yet because of the fiber and everything else. Yeah. But I'm going to try that. I think it's going to work better than I thought it would initially. But my regular smart garage door opener that's all built in is phenomenal. It's I know, really I, nice to. I could be sitting here right now and just opening and closing the garage door. I know. I really uh, am thinking about just switching the. Uh, the motor out because I would like to have that feature. It is very nice. Hi, you're on with Computers Internet, BOH Computers. Well, you're talking about uh, long ago technology. I have one quite a bit longer ago. In the early 70s, I lived in the Quad City area. And at that time, yes, cable was in, but there was no HBO or anything like that. And a company in, in California picked several areas of the United States to try out something called Channel 100. So I I was in marketing research at the time, and that was one of the surveys I did, and it, it sold. Uh, I don't know what became of it because we moved away a few years later, but it was uh, quite different. They had scheduled movies, and... They had an intermission when they would have to turn the tapes over, <laughs> and it was really funny. Well, I would and encourage also, you. Oh, go ahead. Pardon? I said I would encourage and, you to come into the BLH store and look through our museum that we have of oh, old technology. Uh, we have uh, everything from radios. We have telephones through the years. Uh, the oldest you one have we have. Uh, no, we do not have a Victrola. Uh, we have, I know those too. Well, the phone we have actually has the crank where you lift the handset, yep. you crank yep. it, and then the operator would come Add on. Oh, Bell answers the other <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, we have a radio well, from, other... uh, from 1935. We have all kinds of interesting yep. things. So I'd encourage you to come in and look at it. And we've got to let you go. Yes. We're up, coming up to the end of the show here. So you can come look at that museum at BLH Computers at 